0: welcome back to time for nach we are Perak of safe Tilim. so here we refer to the army of sanheriv they besieged Jerusalem during the times of chizkiah and then they were smitten in one night if you remember it talks about the glory and might of hashem how we can trust him at all times to wipe out the wicked despite hashem's greatness he's directly involved in the affairs of the vulnerable and assist the orphan and the widow. In other words, greatness doesn't mean only dealing with things that are headline great things, so to speak. Godless greatness means dealing with the orphan and the widow. Hashem will wipe out oncoming armies, enemies of Kalan Israel, and reward the righteous, will receive bountiful rainfall, will receive bracha. He promises to bring back Kalal from Golas, and he says that Kalal Israel don't need to look any further from their history, or any further than their history, to discover Hashem's involvement. Kriyas Yamsuf, all the miracles Hashem has done for us. He praises Hashem, David praises Hashem, what he's done throughout history and what he continues to do. There's a very poignant posse over here that says that, uh, talks about that Hashem will reside forever on his mountain. So the Radak over here in posse Yudzayan says that this point pinpoints a crucial difference between Matan Torah and the Besamikdash HaMikdash. The Matan Torah mountain, in other words, was temporary in Kedusha. Once Matan Torah is finished, anyone could go up there. But the Mikdash was permanent. The Ramban says that's why the Mishkan was made. That's why the Mishkan, the Beis Hamikdash, was made to make temporary kedusha into permanent things. In other words, to take an event which was Matan Torah, the kedusha was massive and great and non-sustainable. You couldn't have Matan Torah every day, but a element, a microcosm of that, was in the Beis Hamikdash in the Mishkan, and it of course allowed it to internalize it, ingest such kedusha and such miracles and awareness of Hashem into our lives.